Okay, hey you guys, welcome to the We Talk Black podcast where we talk about black issues that we believe directly impact the black community and how we can figure out ways to effectively change these and motivate ourselves and move past them and uplift ourselves so that we all can prosper. But today we're mostly, we're not really focusing on an issue. Today we're focusing more on a solution. So for those of you who may have decided that maybe the religion you were raised in wasn't the way to go or you're trying to figure out some type of way for you to connect deeper with yourself, we have Harper with us today to help you guys out. I'm so excited to be here. Hey everybody, I am Harper and hopefully, I don't know, through my words I can provide some sort of assistance. Um, so, as we were saying there, this isn't going to be an episode about, you know, problems or issues that we face, although it might come up in conversation. Am I supposed to be talking that way or that way? It is fine. It doesn't matter. Okay, because I, like, I feel like nobody's watching and that it's just a sound thing, but then there's a camera. But yeah, so um, ask away and I will answer okay. whatever. So basically, give. I know you just started the show, mm-hmm. so give us a breakdown of that. Okay, so I run a cyber talk show called The Moon Talk Show. Um, on that show, I interview people of different spiritual and religious backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So on my first episode, I had someone with similar belief system as I have, except she is who I would consider a mentor. I'm nowhere near Perfect. the level of peace that she has. Mm-hmm. So I wanted her to be the first episode because, as I mentioned, she is an inspiration. Today, I actually met with a man who practices Islam, so he is a Muslim. We discussed um, issues like Islamophobia, what it was like for him growing up as a Christian because he wasn't reared as a Muslim, and then he became a Muslim. Uh, Next episode, I hope I can have some devout Christians. I want atheists, Jews, people who practice Hinduism. Like I just want to talk to all walks of life. I will mainly focus on black individuals, but Hinduism, that'll probably be someone Indian, mm-hmm. more than likely. Um, I want to talk to somebody who practices Wicca, they'll probably be white, but mainly my focus will be on people of color. That's, that's what's important. That's what is <laughs> most important. So, um, the guy who you met mentioned who was, um, who's now Islam, we were actually mm-hmm. raised in the nation of Islam. So you were? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, cool, yeah. cool, yeah. But we plan to get a lot of different religious backgrounds on here too, because I definitely want to know... Just want to speak to him because for me, so I don't believe in God, mm-hmm. uh, but I have this like really good. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have this really like I enjoy talking to people who do because mm-hmm. it's something great for them to have. Like it's always great for you to have something that you can go to. I respect people who have that because right. you have something to go to. Right. And more like on my situation, if I'm dealing with something, it's more of a I'm dealing with it. You know, it's me. There's no like. And right. I go to therapy and stuff like that. And that right. really helps. But <laughs> as far as like the higher being that's always there for me, that's not something that I can associate with. Well, um, to hear somebody say I don't believe in God is such a strong <laughs> thing. I don't hold any kind of accountability for God. So I understand that God is a higher entity or the divine or whoever you want to refer to God as. Mm-hmm. But I believe that we are God. Yeah. So it starts with me saying, I believe in me. Like I get so, mm-hmm. I almost got overwhelmed saying mm-hmm. that I 100% believe in me. That's, I am God. Okay, so see, to I, hear someone I say, well, I don't believe in God, do you not? You have to believe see, in I yourself. don't believe, let me, let me phrase <laughs> it then because I, what you're saying is literally how I word it. Yeah. Because I don't believe in a higher power. Let right. me say that. You are I believe, higher power. Exactly. I believe in individuals. Yeah. Not, not more of a like, you know. Exactly. I don't want to say man in the sky because that's kind of. Well, I mean, big old daddy in the <laughs> yeah. sky, big daddy in the sky. No, um, 
I mean, I don't take away anybody's experience. So mm -hmm. for Hinduism, for example, they believe that there's a big god, Brahman, who divides itself into three different beings, Shiva, Vishnu, Brahma. Those three different beings serve a different purpose for people. I cannot take that away from them. If mm -hmm. you believe in Brahman, then cool. Whatever y'all say, I'm down for it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, whatever you believe, right? It's okay. Jewish people, Adonai, yeah. whatever, however it goes, cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, fine. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess that's agnostic. We actually, um, by the way, people, if you guys hear this little rattle, my sorry, my niece is in the room right now, but you guys <laughs> shaking it up, literally in introducing herself. <laughs> but um, we actually, me and my roommate had a conversation about that too. We have a lot of conversations because you know we live together. Yeah, but um. <laughs> We had a conversation about that as well, about why, you know, black people, we're not open to letting people have their own views and right. beliefs and it being okay. Like, right. I just told my mom not too long ago, hey, you know, you're going to hear this episode on the podcast where I say it, but I've, like, mentioned it a lot of times, but mm -hmm. I don't think it took me seriously, mm -hmm. but I don't believe in God. And that's mm -hmm. okay. And that's you know? totally, <laughs> fine. totally fine. I would never try to convince you exactly. otherwise, but I'm I definitely <laughs> believe in God. No. Of course, I mean, we all have to have different beliefs but it comes down to acceptance i i know we said we weren't going to make this a problem mm -hmm. so but as we mentioned one of the biggest problems that i find is that people can't accept that someone else yeah. does something differently from you uh it comes down to who we love or what we eat or what we do and even within those sections of people for example what we eat um vegans for example black vegans especially have some sort of superiority complex where it's like oh my god you eat meat i'm okay knowing that you yeah. enjoy meat Cool. Are you a vegan? Eat your meat. Well, I'm a vegetarian, so yeah. I'm not a vegan. I'm but vegetarian. Yeah, cool. Eat your fish. <laughs> Eat your meat. It's not going to make me poo <laughs> at the end of the day. But people are like, oh, I'm so much better. Yeah. Because I don't. I, I could never. I went on a date with this guy, and he was just like, and, you know, I let, him, I let us go. We went to this vegan um, pizza place, mm -hmm. um, place. And it was fine and everything. It's just, I just knew it wasn't going to last long because right. he just kept saying things like, oh, you're going to get off that white man's cheese and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, you got it. <laughs> Again, levels there. You got it. Even in a conscious community, and I have yet to openly say I'm conscious, I do think that I practice mindfulness where I'm aware of certain things. Mm -hmm. But even within there, there are people who are like, oh, that's, that's white man. I'm, yes, they are the cause of Many atrocities, <laughs> but at some point, it has to come a time where you're like, I'm in control of this, and I am choosing to do this regardless. <laughs> I feel you. That's how I feel when I think about white people. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, um, where was I? Um, so what were you raised as? I grew up a Christian. Um, to say that I was raised one is a strong, because... Yeah. I wasn't in church every single Sunday doing communion and blah, blah, blah. But my grandmother is a Christian. My mother was a Christian. I don't know what she's got going on now. But my grandmother definitely is a Christian. I um, went to church. But at some point, it became me reading the Bible, not because I believe in the Bible, but much more for a, a theological understanding of it. So I don't believe this, but I'm reading it to teach myself about it. So I know a lot about the Bible. And then people say, well, Satan does too. Well... <laughs> I guess I'm Satan, but um, yeah, so I was raised as a, or grew up a Christian, Okay. Christian and beliefs. Was there something that happened specifically that got you to where you are now? Humanities. Um, so I went to Augusta University and I took humanities when I was 19 and that's when we started studying all the different kind of religions and I just started exploring and I'm like, there is no way 
that um, little what's-his-face in India has never heard of Jesus but follows these gods and he is cursed to hell because he doesn't. That's just, that's ridiculous to me. I think it's all one big entity and it leads to the same destination. So that's what it was. I took that class and... Humanities class. So that was it. <sighs> so um, you, you focus a lot on chakras. So can you tell um tell everybody what exactly is a chakra? Um, What exactly is a chakra? A chakra is an energy pathway it is not only energy though it's tied to us physically it keeps us intact it's okay so it is our energetic spine so we all have a spine and when we sit straight up everything flows our posture feels good we feel relaxed all of that that's essentially what each chakra is for you and there are seven total so we have our root chakra which is our base then our sacral is connected to our sexual organs and the flow of liquids and such solar plexus heart throat third eye and crown so as long as each of those flows like a continuous stream then we should feel at some sort of continuous peace and um, you have to start at the base. That's why they call it the root. Because it's like uh, trees have a root. And that's what keeps them up and sturdy and from falling over. So you have to start with a strong root. That is when you feel secure, you feel safe, you are protected. And work your way up to the crown, which is the divine. Okay. So, so, you, so for anybody getting ready to start this, first you need to focus on the base. The root. Um... <laughs> If you are starting with an energetic practice, if your focus is going to be on balancing your chakras, then yes, you have to start with your root. If you are starting on some sort of spiritual journey for yourself, then start with yourself. If you do not love yourself, there is nothing that you, you can't, you can't do anything if you don't love yourself because loving yourself allows you to make it from the start of your day to the end of the day. It allows you to feed yourself and to get up and shower like when you're depressed you can't even get up and brush your teeth sometimes been there done that and mm -hmm. what i found is i have to start with myself first and that could be your root chakra i mean essentially that's what it is you you are grounding yourself have you ever taken psychology classes mm -hmm. so um maslow has the hierarchy of needs which is essentially chakras you start out at the base with that foundation until you reach self-actualization which is your crown chakra so i mean he just westernized it but no matter what you are following it's all the same thing you have to start with yourself like so i didn't have this in mind but do you know where where um it originated from chakras mm -hmm. that's a eastern thing um i want to say hinduism india maybe not hinduism but it definitely is the words One itself are sanskrit words and those are indian so chakra means wheel and each of the words corresponds with an Indian word so don't give me the line here but like Madadahara <laughs> something like that means heart I don't know what they are in Sanskrit but I knew it was something around each one. Buddhism or someone yeah it's Indian. um it's definitely in Indian I cannot say Hinduism because Hinduism is its own thing but yes they do have chakras in Hinduism okay so would you um so you know we talked about a lot of different religious and all of the different forms of religion would you say that anybody can pick up and decide this is their path oh yeah most certainly okay so um to go down my cycle of how i am now i have been on this like journey of self-discovery for the longest time like i said um when i took humanities i didn't know 
what I was doing. I was a devout Christian so much so that I had an atheist friend converted him to Christianity. Like I was like, <laughs> really? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> and then humanity is like changed my life. I started studying Judaism and was going to a temple every Friday for Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom to my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. I'm not Jewish anymore, <laughs> but then there was, um, then I met a friend who considers herself a witch. And so I've always had an interest in magic, like Harry Potter yeah, and Sabrina Potter. and all of that stuff. But you know, you're thinking magic isn't real. Magic is very real. Magic in that sense is not, but magic is very real. Um, we've called it different names throughout time, miracles, magic, manifestation, blessings, blessings <laughs> curses. We Anyway, so, so she was trying to convince me to start practicing witchcraft. Well, wasn't trying to convince me. She was just telling me about it, mm -hmm. and I was asking questions. Um, so, you know, I got into it, probably skipping a few things, but 2018, I guess, I really started practicing magic and noticing that I was manifesting, but it wasn't working out properly because as i mentioned i did not start with myself first i was out here collecting crystals and lighting candles and books and books and books but i had not started with myself so i was doing money spells lighting my green candles and stuff then i got in a car accident and got ample money from it mm -hmm. I, it worked but it did not work properly so that's what i want to tell people you can get started i don't even know how i got started on this conversation mm -hmm. but anybody can start doing whatever but again start you're gonna hear me say this throughout the whole thing love yourself first before you start anything so that's crazy because it's almost like um i hate to draw the tv but you know the movies where they ask for a wish but they're not clear and specific exactly. on their wish Intent. and you get like a half mm -hmm. wish or stuff like mm -hmm. that so yeah. that's crazy that that's it worked for you work. but you actually got an accident so it's like did it really did it really <laughs> did it really work no <laughs> no it did not well i don't know so as far as focusing on yourself what was something that you had to do to get to that place I had to really break myself down um, and figure out what's wrong with me. For, well, wrong with me. What problems I need to overcome and what challenges I need to face. For example, I used to instill lack a lot of compassion before it was real bad. Like folks would be like, oh, I'm so sad. Okay, well, girl, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> but now I have to actually think about how would I feel if that was me and I can I, I can feel empathy for people now when I couldn't before um, so moving back to chakras I had to open each one at a time when I opened my heart chakra like I cried like it was disgusting it was one of those <laughs> it was <laughs> it was awful and I never want to do it again but I'm gonna have to because you have to go and you have to face that like you have to once you get past what challenges do you face then you can start either working on making them positive things or eliminating them completely. Okay. What um what was the hardest one for you to break through? Was it your heart? Yeah, my heart chakra was terrible because I already think I'm not a genius, but I'm smart. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, throat chakra, I communicate exceptionally well, I'd like to say. Um, I just don't feel very well. Mm -hmm. So my heart chakra was definitely my toughest. So for someone, okay, so for me, mm -hmm. say someone who maybe I feel too much, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I'm emotional. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, <laughs> so what would you think, would would that be a, a difficulty for me? Like It's overbalanced or overactive, excuse me. So your chakras can be underactive, which mm -hmm. means it needs some work, open, cool, or overactive. Over. Yeah, and you need work. 
tone of that down <laughs> a little bit, which is no problem. I probably would much rather have something overactive mm-hmm. than underactive, but it could be a problem. For example, my throat chakra is overactive. Mm-hmm. So I say whatever I want to say. It comes Dang. right out. There it is. <laughs> so I had to work say on it. Say what I said. Right. I, I said what I said and you heard it. So I have to have to still mm-hmm. seriously work on bringing it back because I hurt a lot of people's feelings sometimes mm-hmm. unintentionally. And there are, still I have to work on I have this thing where I say how you react to my action is not my fault. But I mean it's cause and effect. I caused mm-hmm. your effect. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah. What would you recommend for someone you said starting at the root, but for someone taking this path, mm-hmm. what would you recommend their first step be? Is it to go, like you said, you were buying crystals? Is yeah. it to jump into that? Should they read first? What read, should they read? Research first and do as much as you can. Research yourself first. Why do you want this? Um, I, I don't like to use the word need, so I do practice magic. As I said, I, I don't consider myself a witch or anything, but I do spells every once in a while. But when people come to me and they say, I need a spell for this, I won't do it. Because you don't need anything. Everything that you need is already within yourself. Anything outside of that is just a tool. You don't don't need a rose quartz to love yourself. You can love yourself already. But a rose quartz assists with that. So I would say find out why you want to do whatever it is you want to do. Do you want to be out here hexing people? I'm not going to help you out. Because people say, oh, this boy did. I want to hex him. Sure, you can You can hex him. I can show you how. But do you love yourself first? Because if you don't, the results aren't going to be good. They're not going to be good. <laughs> so can you, um, you brought your, I see you brought your everything with you. Could you explain the different stones and the different meanings of everything? Yeah, I brought some stuff. So, um... Explain what you got. Okay, so where do I start? So essentially, most stones, let me tell everybody this right away. Depending on what you believe, I could talk on and on and on and on. Most stones honestly have kind of the same purpose. Mostly every stone is good for protection and repelling negative energy. A black obsidian stone, for example, black is good for repelling negative energy. Will work just like an onyx does, just like a jet black stone does. They do the thing. Um, I have sodalite here as well as lapis lazuli. Both blue stones, both good for the throat chakra, for example. Um, Malachite and aventurine are both good for the heart chakra. I don't know if that could be seen. Um, I have a tiger's eye and a red jasper again for the root chakra. So they all have similar meanings. It just depends on what specifically you are drawn to. I love malachite. My favorite color is green. I love how it has multiple shades of green. It has like all these swirls going on. Like I love, love, love. I have multiple malachites. I just lost one today to this young lady. But (laughs) because I love it so much, I'm like, here, I'll share. Um, Just research what you need it for. Each stone is for a different purpose. They could be considered placebos. When I wear my clear quartz, I just feel like I feel confident. I feel like I move through the world differently. If I forget it, I turn around and I go back home and get it. Like, cause I just, I feel empty without it. And I can't, I can't physically feel it on me. I just feel differently. How could I be in my head. Um, huh? That's how I am wearing Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you just like, <laughs> I just, I just feel differently. Not as a crutch. I haven't become, Mm -hmm. I don't rely on it. I just know I just, I move differently. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, you can start with crystals. But again, self, then crystals. Because crystals ain't going to help you if you haven't helped yourself. 
Could you explain the ones that are like, so can I see this? Yeah. One yeah, 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 there you go. So can you explain the ones that are more like marble instead of the ones like more like raw crystal? Okay, so here, so that's, why are they different? that's a rough and the one amethyst is tumbled. Mm -hmm. So the rough, there's, there's no difference. For me, I like the feeling of a rough stone because yeah, I feel like I just grabbed it right out of the earth. Uh, the tumble ones, I'm not sure how the process works. I guess they put them through a machine or something. I'm not sure how they smooth them out. But tumbled to me, they've gone through this process. They just don't, they just don't feel as earthy anymore. So do you clean? You know, you said you clean them. Do you clean mm -hmm. the ones that are tumbled more than you do the rough ones? I clean them all. Mm -hmm. I, I give them all one big bath. Um, so. I just do one big thing where I put them through smoke. That's called smudging. Cleaning off the energy from the last month or the last people who have touched it. Like, I'm going to have to do these. Mm -hmm. Get rid of that energy and then I charge them in the moonlight. So, so is it the same thing as, like, say, saging where you yes. cleanse and um, right. get rid of the energy that someone else may have brought exactly. in and stuff like that. A misconception, you don't have to use sage. Sage mm -hmm. has just become this popular thing mm -hmm. because all yes. of a sudden this is trendy. I prefer not to use sage because sage is indigenous. I do believe that it's being over-harvested because it's trendy now. You can use any herbs. You can use weed. You can use rosemary, lavender, any kind of anything that could be burned. You can use cigarette smoke. I wouldn't though because mm -hmm. smoking cigarettes is not good for you. Exactly. So it sounds like you're But <laughs> that's counterproductive. But smoke can be used to clean any kind of energy now each one is different one could be for protection and the other one is for purification so the smoke serve different purposes but it is like cigarette smoke as i mentioned will probably be used to repel some nasty force that was just around because it's cigarette smoke but yeah so that's that <laughs> so um you explained the shockers you explained the stones and which ones they're for what, what about your books you got a whole oh, library. Yeah. oh yeah. Um, so this isn't even pff, a portion of my books. So like I said, when I first started out, I initially started studying Wicca. Wicca is not for me because Wicca was very Caucasian. It's very European. It's um, it's magic based. What they were talking about, like a god and a goddess and a bunch of other white stuff. Yeah, a bunch of other white stuff. <laughs> so I was just like. This isn't for me, but it did give me a very good foundation. Um, it taught me correspondences. Pink is for love, green is for money, yellow is for joy, blue is for protection, all this stuff. So those are those are what it is across the board. Um, so then I started picking up books about moon spells. And I've done a few of the spells in this book. Like um, there's a birthday spell that I do every year where you eat a piece of cake, drink a glass of wine. Um, grab a stone and say I am protected drink your wine and say I am not gonna be thirsty for the year eat a piece of cake I'm full that kind of thing it's just like a birthday ritual okay I'm not gonna be thirsty for the year right right stuff like that like I'm good like um, so this is a really good book that I like because it taught me about the phases of the moon and how to cast a circle around you for protection again I don't do that I don't do that I don't do that because it's real white yeah. <laughs> to me so then after that, I stumbled on hoodoo, which I think most of our viewers would enjoy, although people hear the word hoodoo and they get scared or whatever. Stone. Right. Hoodoo is spirituality. It's African-American spirituality. Okay. So when our people, when our folks came over here on their boats and such, they were practicing magic originally anyway, some would say, in um, West Africa. 
But when they came over here, of course, you have to hide your practices from white people. So that's it developed in America. That's why they call it African-American spirituality. I love hoodoo. I am not an avid practitioner because I haven't devoted myself completely to it. But hoodoo is, I think hoodoo is much more along the lines of what we should be doing mm -hmm. as far as practicing spirituality is concerned. I definitely hoodoo. think hoodoo Where is where it's at. Um, mm -hmm. I ordered this on Barnes and Noble, okay. but they have a newer version of it now. So I would recommend Stick Stones, Root and Bones by Stephanie. Um, it's important that when you are researching hoodoo, you do not get any books written by white people because they, oh, you know, they love to touch everything and they think, well, I have the right to practice. You don't stick to <laughs> stick to your little wicca. Don't come for hoodoo or voodoo or vodun, whatever mm -hmm. you choose to call it. Um, voodoo is a religion. So that is the separation between voodoo and hoodoo. Voodoo is a religion. Hoodoo is not a religion. I would never practice voodoo because I'm not religious. Yeah. That's not my thing. So then you have Orishas, which are used. Um, these are from the Yoruban religion. They are used by African Americans as well. Possibly Africans. I can't speak on Africans, though, because mm -hmm. their religious system, they have Muslims and Christians. I won't speak for all of them. But um, Orishas like... Oshun, who Beyonce has really started popularizing now. Um, you have Yamaya. She's a mermaid goddess. Not simply the mermaid goddess, but just to give you some imagery. Alegba, who I follow, is the god of communication and messages. Now, there are people who argue, and this could be true or not, but I don't follow this too intently because, as I was about to say, there are people who argue that you have to be initiated by someone so that you can find your head, Orisha, and da da da. da. I don't like rules. Mm -hmm. I pick. I I choose to follow Elegba because Elegba is the god of communication. I'm a Gemini. I feel very closely tied to communicating. My patron god is Mercury, who is the god of communication. Therefore, I chose Elegba. Mm -hmm. So I mean, if Elegba didn't choose me or whatever they talk about. <laughs> it is what it is. So you just mentioned you're being a Gemini. So can you explain the difference between what you do in astrology or is there a difference? Oh, um, anybody can practice astrology. I'm not an astrologer. So I know the very, very basics of astrology. Well, maybe not the basics. I'm like a few steps above basic. But um, um, yeah, the simple, oh, I'm sorry, the simple parts of astrology. I'm a Gemini, sun. Mm -hmm. My moon is a Gemini. My Mercury's in Taurus. Venus is in... Aries, Mars is in Aries, like it. That's the natal chart. So mm -hmm. I know about natal charts and what each planet is supposed to be for. But someone else will be able to tell you your third house is in this and Jupiter was about to. Um. Mm -hmm. So. So do you use it a lot with what you do? With my practices? Mm -hmm. um, Actually, no. The most that I really incorporate into my practices are the moon. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the moon. I You see, I have my. I love the moon. Like, I truly believe the moon, if you're not going to believe in any gods, you got to at least believe the moon is powerful AF. Because if it's strong enough to control the tides, and that's one big body of water, and we're 76% water, there's no way the moon doesn't affect us in our daily lives. I just refuse to believe it doesn't. And that's one of the things, I used to have this calendar, actually, this journal, and it used to tell, um, what are they, planners? And he used to tell you every day that the moon was going to be a full moon. Right. And you, you really feel the energy right. of the moon when it's full. When mm -hmm. it's big, especially when it's big and orange. 
I love it. Yeah. I don't know what that's called. But um, like, there's a harvest moon. That's when it's, it's mm-hmm. orange. There's a harvest moon coming up on the 13th, Friday the 13th of September. It's going to be harvest moon, and it doesn't happen again until like 2000. 50-something, I want to say. Yeah. It's like, Is that proper? It's one of those rare things, I want to say. I know I've seen um, it before, and it just looked like it was so much closer yeah. than everything else. A super moon. It was, it, was, it was beautiful. I loved it. The moon is definitely, and forgive me, I'm looking up um, okay. what it's called. I probably won't be able to find it. But yeah, I definitely follow moon phases in my practices. Oh, yeah, what? You... Do you believe like um the day and time a person was born determines them? Yeah, the most certainly. Um, but I don't believe that's the only factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I studied a lot of psychology, so I can't help but include that into it. Just because I'm a Gemini born on the same day as someone else is also a Gemini. We have two different upbringings. Mm-hmm. So my mom being a Capricorn, raising me and her impact on me and then their parent being something else, we're molded how we are while we raise but at the end of the day i'm a gemini and so i'm gonna have a lot in common with another gemini Mm -hmm. but that is our sun sign so what people fail to realize is that the sun was somewhere at our time of birth but the moon was also somewhere else and the moon is our emotions and subconscious venus controls how we love other people or how we love ourselves that was somewhere else during the time of my birth so there's all these pushes and pulls that affect how we grow up and how we yeah. live. Yeah. You spoke about, um, you know, green being for money and all this stuff. So I listened to this podcast. It's a mm-hmm. great podcast. I'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. But um, they had a someone on there who, um, I think she's called a bruja. A bruja, that's Spanish for witch. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, she she was explaining to them all kind of um, like sexual things that mm-hmm. she, you know, does and everything like that. She thought she's like, if I'm... You know, if I'm thinking about this job, I may masturbate with like this color on. Yeah, or if I that's called sex money. magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you, have you ever? No, no, no. It's cool. Have I ever? I have practiced sex magic. I think um, it, that's again sex magic. This is my own personal opinion to anybody else mm-hmm. who has practiced sex magic. I think that sex magic requires open communication with the other person. Mm-hmm. So if they don't know that you are doing what you are doing, it's. Cool. Well, see, I think her what she was doing was mostly for like herself. So if she so wanted like money, okay. she would like masturbate with green on or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really putting a lot of passion and intense behind it. Mm-hmm. I don't do masturbatory sex magic. I feel like if I'm gonna do sex magic, somebody need to be beating. <laughs> somebody need to be drilling. Um, I guess I never tried it. It is a thing. It was though. just interesting when she when it she is definitely told me. a thing. So I was thinking about that and the chakra that you said is aligned with your sexual organs. Sacral. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're chat when you're trying to you know channel that, how do you? Okay, it's fine. So when you try to channel that, how do you? You just you sit and you I I follow a guided chakra meditation thing. So I listen to something while I'm doing it okay. until. I am able to do it on my own. I light an orange candle. I hold my carnelian or an orange stone. I envision a light turning orange while I'm sitting and I'm just, just breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth. Um, I can play it. So. The second chakra is called the sacral chakra. And it's just and like it's real located chill. located in the area of your reproductive organs, Step just down. above the pubic bone. Sation. Yourself and to others, particularly of the opposite sex. That's on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'm sure it's probably on so Spotify now, too. Take a deep breath in from the very top of your head. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is what yeah. you listen to while you meditate. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
The Sanskrit term for this second chakra is Do you believe that there's a certain way, a certain way to meditate? Yes. Um, this is argued though, but yes, I do. You cannot meditate in a loud environment. I don't think unless you're just skilled enough to just tone it out. Like I can't be sitting. I can't. In, do that. I can't yeah, I couldn't be sitting in the mall. So I do think that it requires a sense of silence because you're trying to reach peace. Mm-hmm. Now, if peace is loud noise for you, then kudos. I'm proud of you. I can't do it, but I need to be somewhere silent. Um, I climb Stone Mountain every Sunday morning. I skipped it this morning because I overslept. But mm-hmm. every Sunday morning, I climb Stone Mountain, and when I get up there, I just sit and I breathe, and that's where I can meditate the best you could do it in your room we could meditate in here right now um so there's no right or wrong way what works for you works for you mm-hmm. you don't even have to follow chakras when you meditate so just do it so for you climbing stone mountain what, what was that what was the meaning uh, that? um well i'm starting to get more physically active so i used to do a lot of coke <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I used to do a lot of coke. <laughs> and I used to drink a lot. And I used to smoke cigarettes. And I just was abusing myself. Like, mm-hmm. like, like that's why I said my intent was never right. And so on a full moon, not even thinking about it, just on a full moon, I decided to stop drinking. Only reason I know it's a full moon is because I went through some texts to the day where I was like, oh, you guys, I'm not going to do this. And then I looked at that date, looked at the moon. It was a full moon. reason why this is relevant is because a full moon is about getting rid of stuff mm-hmm. so you've reached fulfillment fulfillment and now the moon is about to start going down so you're getting rid of things that's why that's relevant but anyway i started climbing stone mountain for a sense of mindfulness it was a challenge for me because it wasn't easy at first but now i can just i'm on top of the mountain before i even realize it so that's why i started and it's also a good spot to watch the sunrise mm-hmm. if anybody ever wants to Tag along, but it's a good spot to watch the sunrise. Really? Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, what's up with the, the coat thing threw me off? <laughs> yeah, I was a snorting snoozy. <laughs> I did not expect that. <sighs> I no longer do coke. <laughs> it's a bad drug. I'm glad you know. Yes, <laughs> it's a bad drug. Who's what I was gonna ask? So for you said the moon is about getting rid of things. So for people, so what I do whenever I do um that phase of the moon is about not not. The moon. Yeah, I mean the yeah. full moon. Yeah, yeah. So, um, do you think that's a good time to start like different diets and stuff like that? So, me and my roommate, we always do like different diets, mm-hmm. and we'll just randomly start on the fifteenth. Right. But just like a random, like yeah, the fifteenth is a great day to start. Yeah. Um, so, do you think it's better to like cleanse yourself of things at on the day at of the, the full moon? moon? I think it's better to start getting rid and preparing yourself mm-hmm. for something in time for the new moon and the cycles. This year, the full moons have been in the middle of the month, and the new moons have been at the end. Last year, it was different. But anyway, um, so starting in the middle of the month to get rid of things works. That way, by the beginning of the month, you are starting to build something. Mm-hmm. So um, I could read the phases if mm-hmm. I have time. I was just going to ask you, um, yeah. what are the phases of the moon? So, because I keep this picture on me, the new moon is about new beginnings, waxing crescent, so that's when it's starting to grow. Which way is this? This is the new moon and then it starts to go that way until it's full. The waxing crescent moon is about setting your intention. So you have a new beginning. Now is the time for new beginnings. The next days 
that go by, you need to set your intention and know this is what I'm about to accomplish. As the moon is growing, this is what I will be doing by the time it's full. Uh, when we're at the first quarter moon, you need to start taking your action. So now you know what you're about to do. You know you want to begin something. You set your intention. Now it's time to start actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Take your action. Um, refine and hone. So change what hasn't worked out for you in this little 15 14 day experience and really hone in on what you want to accomplish and by the full moon you should be set in stone so you're starting to do things now you can get rid of some more stuff never pile on too much because that's how you end up with all these books and stuff you want to do things a step at a time i'm working on compassion and empathy next time i might work on something else da 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 whatever it is so yeah did I answer that question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this has been a very great conversation. Cool. I really enjoyed this. And I learned a lot. I'm actually looking at this book. I am definitely yeah, please. to um, that. So as I read, I like to highlight. So you could just take a oh, look I at a some of the things that I've been highlighting and what I found was important. I think um, in all practices, one thing that you'll notice, elements play a strong role, fire, earth, wind, water heart, go planet, all that stuff really is relevant to everything, even with your chakras, like the root chakra is the earth chakra, so you want to be grounded and uh, go out, put your feet in some mud or put your feet in the grass if you can stand it and really become solid. Does the sand at the beach work? Like yeah, that. anything, <laughs> anything touch the ground, like really feel it because we don't ever take enough time to feel things like drinking water, we just guzzle it down really oh, mm, like mm, delicious yeah it's water <laughs> this is mm, take it in mm -hmm. so yeah even astrology as she was asking i'm an air sign i'm a gemini aquarius is an air sign our sisters and brothers in libra air sign and then we have earth signs and water signs like these hey yeah cancer and scorpio other water signs and virgo capricorn taurus earth signs and then there's fire <laughs> <laughs> but yeah even with um tarot like Everything has... So your cards. Time. We didn't even yeah. get to talk about your cards. Yeah, yeah. Can you explain those? Okay, so um, tarot cards are a tool. They do not predict the future. So mm -hmm. that's always a disclaimer I want to give. People ask, oh, I need a reading because I need to know how this is going to go. I can't tell you how this is going to go okay. like, because they don't predict the future. There are different classes of tarot. What I mean is the Rider Waite Smith. I have that deck here is like the foundation for imagery um this is difficult to explain <laughs> so essentially tarot has like 50 something cards 54 cards i want to say that's where the modern cards come from like the spades cards we have the major arcana which is the story of the fool yeah mm -hmm. so the fool as you can see from that card tell me what you see in that card I see him, he's, he thinks he's big shit. Right, right. <laughs> he's like holding this flower, he looks proud of himself, like, oh, you know, I have this, and what I, do you have? I'm on my way. Yeah. So the fool is about a guy, or a girl, or whomever, who is just going off on a limb. They're taking a journey, all he has is his bag, mm -hmm. you don't know what's in that bag, but that can't possibly be enough to sustain him, but look at him, he's, he's like, I got, yeah, it. I got it, I got it, I'm gonna make it. But look at him walking off a cliff. Yeah. He okay, yeah, no, yeah, I didn't even pay attention to He that. has no destination. He's just, He's like, I'm taking just his step off the cliff. Okay. So the reason why I say the right away Smith is the foundation is because looking at that fool that's yeah. in your right hand, you'll notice the similarities. Dude is just prancing about. Yeah. He finna take a big he's old leap. Jumping off of this. 
dude here. Oh, he's got a backpack. Yeah. This was a little He's smart. got a little more. But there's an alligator <laughs> right there. Right. He's just taking a chance. So the Fool is not necessarily a bad card. It's about just taking a leap of faith and just really going. And so okay. here's another one. But you can see they all have that similarity. So when people come for a reading, you are the messenger. These are tools to help you deliver the message. And there are some people who could do readings without cards. I hope to someday get to that point where I could just be like, oh, that's what you need. Blah, 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 blah. So how do you do how do you do this? Um, do you do people? people do different ways for what I like to do is, you know, I shuffle. I get us all into the same mind frame. I ask people to come up with questions in their head and I don't I let them not tell me the question. And then I do the reading and whatever I feel like the cards based off the imagery and based off the principle of the cards, I just say what I feel like or what the cards feel like they need to do with themselves. Cool. And Is this like a, something that you set up for? How long do they usually take? Can we do this? Um, I, I don't do it for free. Because oh. <laughs> uh, it, it just, <laughs> it, um, it can be extremely draining because mm -hmm. I am feeling your energy and the oh, cards' okay. energy yeah, yeah. and it's just like, I'm not, I'm not in it. In the set of mind to do it right now. No, you're fine. But I definitely could at mm. some point. That's fine. I wasn't prepared. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're in any time that you're dealing with someone else's right problems and troubles. It's, it's just you feel all of that, and and not that I walk around like oh, I'm such an empath. Everybody's an empath. I'm going to be quoting a friend of mine, Alexis. Everyone truly is an empath. So there's nothing special about anybody who comes up to you and they're like, I'm an empath. I feel everything. We're humans. We should be feeling everything anyway. Anyway, that's yeah. what makes us human but some people do feel more than others mm -hmm. i feel people's joy so much that it could make me cry but i don't feel people's pain so that's what i'm working on see so i went having children it'll mm -hmm. do that for you mm -hmm. because i know i was i was never this really emotional person i was always this person who would keep things inside keep things bottled up you know it wasn't really a problem right. for me it was easy for me to do that right but then you know getting pregnant you know, your hormones shift completely different to a point where Moana made me cry. Mm -hmm. I cried on so many well, of them. Moana's a touching story. <laughs> yeah, but I, I didn't cry on the part that everybody else cried yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> so it didn't take long for me to cry. There's a the part where she, um, where she, her, her family is singing. Yeah. And um, I'm just like, she just wants to be great. And then <laughs> basically telling her she, got to, she has to be happy where she's at. Yeah. <laughs> Why does she have to go through this? Like certain things like that. There's this movie called Joy. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen that? Mm -mm, that sounds good, though. It's a really good movie. And um, it has Hunger Games. Carolyn, what is her name? Um, I can't the main character? Name. Yes. Jessica Lawrence? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. I think she's in it. Yeah, and she's just like this woman. She um, She's a mother. Her ex-husband lives in her basement. Mm -hmm. Her parents live with her. She's just like, she has a stressful life. And then she, you know, creates this mob and it's supposed to change, you know, mom's lives. Mm -hmm. But she just, the entire movie is like a struggle. For, it's almost like the white version of Pursuit Happiness. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she, but <laughs> privileged. So it's yeah. the white version. So she's like just going through all this stuff to get, you know, where she needs to go. And I'm just, none of that made me cry. But when she finally made it, <laughs> I was you crying. I was crying yeah. so much. That, but that's, that's, that's beautiful. I was like, 
emotions I have now. It's, it's ridiculous. I can't control them. I at think all. that might have having a child definitely opened yeah. that path. That was your heart chakra. Yeah. Your child is your heart. And so, hey, that's what opened it for you. I don't want kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I have to find my own way to open that up because I don't want kids. But I feel people's joy. I love making people happy. Like, that's literally. Me too. I'm yeah. so passionate about making people happy that if I can feel that, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. So, I'm okay not feeling sadness. But. That's why I'm trying to. Um... I'm like into. A, I'm trying to get into a lot of community service things. I'm actually trying mm-hmm. to start my own nonprofit. It's just a lot of things that I'm trying to get going, and yeah. I just have to maneuver it in between 15 hours of school and yeah. child and life and everything else. I hate that. Um, so many practices teach us that we have to struggle to make it somewhere. Like Christianity it tells mm-hmm. people, "Oh, you've got to go through this." And uh, they talk about the story of Job, where he was punished by God and he kept his faith. I I could never follow something that tells me I have to suffer in order to have some that's sort of joy. Even, that's even in modern day uh, relationships. Right. You have to go through a couple frogs to get... You have Maybe. to be treated badly. You have to be, you know, pushed down to your last before you find someone that's going to make it. That's bullshit. I think they teach us... We are taught not to... I'm not packing up. I just want to you know. Oh, no, you're fine. We're we, we are taught not to love ourselves for some reason. Like, you're taught to be abused. Why? No. The moment someone expresses any kind of thing that I'm not down with yeah that's it I'm oh good. yeah you gotta i'll be lonely for the rest of my well not lonely i'll <laughs> be alone for the rest of my days before that's that's Mm-mm. what i'm going to because i'm i'm just i'm picky and i have a right to be mm-hmm. yes you like, do like why would i not be why would i settle that's not, not and i expect someone to treat me the exact same way or I will hex you. <laughs> like i've hexed a few people and I, I mean i'm not proud of it but you pissed me off <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> you pissed me off so we want to thank harper for coming and um talking yeah. with us today and you want to tell the people where oh yes 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 you so you can follow me on instagram that's my main source of social media it's magic harp m-a-g-i-c-k-h-a-r-p for my line. pokemon players it's just a play on magic harp um i'm on facebook but i don't need to be y'all's friend on facebook the Moon Talk Show is exactly that. The Moon Talk Show on Instagram. Um, I'm on Tumblr. Do people use Tumblr anymore since porn is gone? Yeah, I have a Tumblr page. It's called Bruja Harper, but since nobody uses it. And I have Twitter, Harps and Crafts. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, H-A-R-P-S, the letter N, Crafts, C-R-A-F-T-S. But I don't I'm really get on Twitter. So either. for your Moon Talk Show, where is that located? Instagram only. Oh, Social I mean, Instagram. it has a YouTube as well and a Facebook but I'm trying to build it up. I'm only on episode two. Yeah. So, uh, The Moon Talk Show. It's The Moon Talk Show on Instagram. You just type that in. Okay. Thank- we want to thank you very much. Yeah. And you guys know, as we always end, we're going to end with the Black Artist of the Week because I definitely believe that representation in different fields that aren't sports and rapping is very important for our people. So, today's Black Artist of the Week, well, this week's Black Artist of the Week is Jarrell Stevens. You can find him at... Nicola N-I-K-O-L-A period Stevens and he is just a wonderful photographer videographer he is where I am trying to be as far as and I've like I said I've said that um before with like because you know I paint and everything like that so with certain things like that but as far as photography goes I just have yet to meet someone in Augusta doing what he is doing and I'm trying to get him to uproot his life and come you know come to Atlanta boy. come to Atlanta and and you know, thrive, thrive, <laughs> you know, you're getting words right out of my mouth, <laughs> but you guys should follow him. He is great at what he does. The best, in my opinion, as far as I know of in Augusta. So we're going to 
you know, we're going to promote him and we're going to tag him. And we hope you guys like, share, and support, most importantly, these black artists. So thank you guys for tuning in. I hope, you know, my niece didn't deter you from listening to us because she's usually not invited here. <laughs> but um, you guys have a great day and stay black or get back. I like that.